Hello, 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 and thank you for tuning in to Lily's in the Valley podcast. I am your host, Sister Miko C. Deal, and I'm so glad to be back in the presence of the Lord with you, you and you. This is where the word is learned, your spirit is fed, and your direction is led by the Holy Spirit, by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Trinity. Amen. And thank you so much for tuning in. We are going to get right into it. We are continuing our game over series as we did being a servant and as we have done power of prayer, um, which was adoration. And this week we are getting into the submission prayer. Amen. Submission prayer, accepting and yielding to the will and authority of God for your life. We'll be coming from Ephesians 5, 22 and 24 and James 4 and 7. We also hope that you have a pen and paper as we get into the nitty gritty of what that means and what you will need to be able to submit to the Lord in prayer, accepting and yielding to the will and authority of God for your life. Amen. So I'm going to get right into that, which is we're going to go to Ephesians 5, 22 through 24. And then from there, we'll get into James 4 and 7. Okay. So let's start there. Let's start with Ephesians. Wives, submit yourselves to unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, is subject unto Christ. So let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Amen, amen, amen. All right. That was verse Ephesians 5, 22 to 24. Let's get into James 4 and 7. James 4 and 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves, therefore, unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. All right. So I'm going to read that one more time. So good, so good, so good. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, which is verse 8, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. That was James 4, 4, verses 7 through 8. Amen. As we get into, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Submission to prayer, accepting and yielding to the will and authority of God for your life. And you may say, and why is she repeating all of this? Why does she keep saying all of this? You're going to find out because, you know, we all struggle in areas of submission to authority. I don't care if you um, struggle with, well, I don't struggle with submission to authority because in my job, I do what I'm told, you know, but you may do what you're told. But if you grumble later, Come on, somebody, if you complain later, 
If you are the type of person that you didn't say what you wanted to say, but you regret that you didn't say what you wanted to say later, or you're the type of person that I'm going to do exactly what they told me to do at work. I'm going to do what my husband said, but I got something to say first, but I got to have my voice heard, but I feel like no one is listening to me. I feel like nobody is representing me. I got to stand up for myself. I have to make it known that you will not run over me. I have to make it known that you will not just do what you want to me, that I'm going to let you know that I am not the one. If any of those are yours, or say, for instance, you are not a confrontational person, so you don't say anything in the moment. You don't say anything at the time. But when that time is over, you later be like, I'm, I'm not even going to go for that. Or you go and tell your friends, this is what I would have did, and this is how I would have handled it. You have regret because you're not the type of person who speaks up in the moment. You're not the type of person who said what they wanted to say. So you have this regret that you didn't really stand up for yourself. You have this regret that you should have said this and said that and did this and did that. Or you're just a complainer. Maybe you're not a person who is um, the one to get into it with people, but you aren't satisfied. So you have things to say. You just didn't say it then. If any of those are you, you have problems with submission. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm going to speak to me. Let me tell you something. I, I, I struggled with authority. Mm. Oh, okay. And I struggled with authority because of some of the ways that I was raised. That's not an excuse. That's just me explaining to you why I struggled with authority. Because there is no excuse for not submitting to the will of God. Submission prayer. Let's get into it. Submission prayer goes to God in humbleness and humility. Submission prayer repents in the prayer. Submission prayer is laid prostrate before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Submission prayer is telling God, please take anything in me that is not of you and replace it with what you would have me to be. Submission prayer is offering my eyes, my heart, my mouth, my soul, my, my hands, my feet. He can have it all. You understand? It's submitting it all unto God, all unto Jesus, giving it all. I give it all. Hmm. Now, in the concordance, submission Definition is a verb. It's an action because when you go into submission prayer, it is an action. It is an act of humility. It is an act of Lord, forgive me. It is an act of Lord. I can't do this. You have to do this through me. Lord, I need you. I can't live without you. It is a submission that Lord, I've been living my life in a way that is unpleasing to you. So Lord, do with me as you will. So in the concordance, submission is defined as to subject oneself, obey. It is also defined in Greek and is derived from hupotasso. Hupotasso in Greek language, the definition is to put in order, to station. Now, you may not know to put in order, to station. Yes, um, um, I, I have... Um, uh, 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 teaching coming up to play your position. You see, to station is your position in Christ Jesus. We are children of the Lord. We are children of God. 
You see, so in, when you are a child of God, you ought to play your position as a child of God in submission. It means that you submit to the rules of God because God rules this house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. So if you are going to serve the Lord in your house, you have to surrender. You have to submit. You have to play your position as your station in God's home. You see, in God's kingdom, we are the children. He is the father. He is the protection. What he says goes. His house, his rules. You see, the parents that are listening would get that. You understand? <laughs> if you are positioning an authority out in your com company, you would get that. Your house, your rules. God's house, God's rules. We surrender, we submit unto his will. Submission, to subject oneself to obey, to put in order, to station. The Oxford language Define submission, the action or fact of accepting or yielding to a superior force or to the will or authority of another person. Hmm. As I said before, if you struggle working for people who usurp their, usurp their authority or their title, you're going to struggle with prayer of submission or submitting to God's will for your life. Now, you may not be real, but I'm going to be real. I know I struggle with submitting to God's will for my life. I've gotten so much better at it, but I have not licked it. Come on, somebody. Maybe you're not going to tell the truth. You should because it's just you listening to this podcast alone in your car. Or if you are listening with someone, it's someone that you have trusted to be vulnerable with. So you should be forthcoming that this is who you are, that you struggle with submission. Father God, we ask that you remove us and you fill us with the Holy Spirit so that we can hear like you hear, see like you see, and, and, and apply like you would have it to apply it to our lives, Lord God, so that we don't stand in the way because we can be our own worst enemy. As I was studying this lesson, amen. I stumbled upon seven things inner child, an inner child needs to hear you say. Now, this is to my adults. The seven things in your inner child needs to hear you say. Now, they would say, well, why would you say that? What does it have to do with submission? Because a lot of the reason why we struggle with areas of authority, why we struggle with submission, why we cannot align up, why we feel like we must defend ourselves at all costs, like when somebody is laying into you and you just can't be silent, you got to let it be known. These are the reasons why. Come on, Holy Spirit. Because there are several things that happen to you in being raised as a child or a teenager or a young adult or even as an adult. And there was no one there to protect you. Maybe you were molested. Maybe you were raped. Maybe you were abused emotionally and or physically. Maybe you had a grieving death of losing a parent or someone that was close to you and it was traumatizing. Maybe you witnessed some traumatizing things like your parent and or someone that you love in your life was murdered or hurt or me even those 
those things happened before you and you felt like there was nothing that you can do. Maybe your mother was abused by your father and you felt like you should have done something. So you've lived with the guilt. Maybe you have not had the best life growing up and your parents couldn't afford everything. And so you have some anger or some resentment for the way that you felt your parents and or grownups who had a say in your life should have moved and they didn't. And you've carried that with you. I'm saying that to say that you felt like there was no protection, that no one heard you, that no one kept you, that no one provided for you as you felt they should have. I am going to give you something today. I hope you got a pen. I hope you got a piece of paper. I hope you can write this down because when the enemy tries to attack you with this, I want you to be able to go to these scriptures and tell the enemy, not today, Satan. I've been healed. I've been delivered. I have been transfigured from one place to another because of Christ Jesus. Seven things inner child needs to hear you say, my grownups, my broken individuals, my broken sisters and brothers. Maybe you didn't have any of these things. Maybe you had good parents. But as you became an adult, there were things that attacks that came at you. There were struggles that you had. There was miscommunication in your marriage. There were some things that where you struggled to communicate with your relatives. Somebody felt that they were hurt and that wasn't your intention. Or you're trying to raise children who are rebellious and don't listen. And you're trying to raise them in a godly way. You don't want to curse them. You don't want to jump on them and beat them to death. I understand. And I say that for a reason because sometimes anger can get the best of us when we feel hurt, when we feel attacked, when we feel neglected or when we feel unheard. Listen to me. First thing you need to say to that, that inner brokenness, I love you. John 3, 16, but God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Now I'm not going to read every scripture, but I'm going to give you these scriptures. I hear you. Jeremiah 29, 12, and 13. Now, I, I, I am inclined to read this one and a little bit of some of the other ones so you can, you can hear it. Just bear with me. Amen, amen, amen. And if you already know it, then that is a blessing. And you can write that down with on your piece of paper and uh, on your notes. And there you have it. And you will have it forevermore to be able to go back to it and say, you know what, enemy, not today. You are not going to overtake me. You are not going to stump, stump me. You are not going to depress me. You are not going to make me feel like I am less than. Amen. Because I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Amen. So I have it right now. We're going to go to 2912. All right. Yes, I hear you. Then ye shall call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Submission prayer. Then ye shall call upon me. And ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. When you submit to the will of God, when you go to God in humbleness and humility and repentance, and you lay prostrate and you subject yourself in prayer to say, God, I submit to your will, to your authority. He is going to hear you, and he is going to hearken unto you. Not just hear you, but he's going to do what needs to be done. You didn't deserve this. Hmm? You say, I didn't deserve these things to happen to me. You say, why, Lord? Why did? Why was I molested? Huh. You know, I had a conversation some time back with a, uh, a relative of mine. And, and that was the question when she 
when she talked to me, she talked about uh, having a conversation with some other family members. And that is something that we all had in common. We've been molested. And she said, why us? And, you know, that is not an answer I had for. I didn't have an answer to that question. You know, I just knew what I believed. I believed that God would use those things that we've been through and turn it around for the good because the enemy thinks that he could destroy us. The enemy thinks that he can hold us back. The enemy thinks that he can delay what belongs to you and I by the tragedies, by the journeys, and by the path of the past. But we rebuke it right now. According to, huh, come on somebody, Isaiah 41 and 10, fear not, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yeah, I will help thee. Yeah, I will hold thee with thy right hand of my righteousness. Hmm. I'm sorry. If you want to say you're sorry to yourself for all the wrong decisions you made when you knew better. I'm talking about from childhood to an adult. You knew right from wrong. When you knew right from wrong, you still made those decisions that were wrong. You still walked in them. Huh? You still tried to defend them. Huh? You still lived within them. Maybe you married the wrong man or woman and you stood by that for years and years and years when God told you and gave you what you needed to pick the right person, but you didn't. Maybe you picked out of a broken place. Huh? And we both know God can't do nothing when we don't submit. You understand? He's waiting. But until you surrender voluntarily, I don't mean like God can't do nothing at all. No, God needs you to participate. Stop playing. You know what I mean. He needs you to participate. He needs you to surrender. He needs you to, to, to repent. He needs you to submit to his will so that he can take you from the broken to whole. So I'm sorry, Romans 12, 10. I'm sorry, Romans 12, 2. I'm sorry, Romans 12 and 2. Hmm, come on, somebody. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hmm? All right. I forgive you. Because even when you are upset with yourself, you're mad, you're angry about the things that you did, not only do you repent to the Lord, but you repent to yourself. Forgive yourself. God forgives you. Why can't you forgive yourself? That's an area we struggle so much in. How can you submit to the will of God if you cannot forgive yourself? Hmm? Romans 15, 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Forgive yourself. You can be in hope. You can be in joy. You can have peace. Believe that you can and you shall. Tell yourself, thank you. Thank you that you get up each and every day. You understand? Now, first, you got to thank God for waking you. But once you thank God for waking you, acknowledge the fact that you give it a try and that you don't give up. 
that you put your cares on God, that you can surrender and submit to the will of God because he has the best interest for you. He knows the plans that he has for you. Pat yourself on the back for giving yourself the chance to not only tell God thank you, but to get out of that door and go to work, to get out of that door and go do what you need to do, to rise up with joy and to believe that you can receive it. And that is Psalms 107 and 1. Hmm? Psalms 107 and 1, I said. I hope you're writing this down because don't act like you're not going to need it. Don't act like this doesn't come up on us here and there because it does. We all struggle. Whether you want to admit it or not, we do. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercies endureth forever. Hmm. And understand that even when things don't work the way you think that they should work, because that's not what God has for you. You know, I had this interview and it didn't go the way I thought. I just knew that job was for me. I just knew that promotion was for me. I've done all of this and all of that and all of this. Why didn't this work? I've been doing what you asked me to do, Lord, and I still didn't get this. Oh, I don't have that house. Oh, I don't have that car. I got the money. I got this. I got that. I don't have the, the husband I want. I don't have the wife that I want, but I'm preparing myself for this and for that. You did your best and you want to know why. Hmm? Seven things an inner child needs to hear you say. You did your best. But where are you going to turn to when you did your best? You feel like you've done your best. Second hmm? Timothy 2, 15. And I said I wasn't going to read all of them, but I ended up reading all of them. So I'm going to go on and lead, go on and be led by the unction of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. You did your best. Don't be ashamed. Okay, don't be ashamed. Don't be angry. Don't be mad that you didn't get what you want because God has something better for you. God can see ahead. You can't. God knows that there may be somebody there that you don't get along with and you end up acting out or you feel overwhelmed or you feel stressed and depressed and lose that job, lose the position you desire to have. Maybe God want to change some things around before he places you in that position. Maybe God has something better. But when you submit to the word in prayer, Father God, God, we give you honor and glory. I don't know, God, what you want me to do, but I know that you can produce the best out of me. I know that you can guide me and direct me. I know that you will not suffer that foot to be moved. I know that you will hold me in your righteous right hand in the mighty name of Jesus. When you surrender unto God, God, your will, not my will, your way, not my way. Let me lean not on my own understanding so that I won't be upset, so that I won't be hurt, so that I won't be frustrated, so that I won't be depressed, that I didn't get what I thought I should have. Study to show thyself approved. Get in God's word. Give God glory. Give God the, the what he deserves in prayer. Communicate with God. Prayer is communication. Submitting unto his will. Submission prayer says to God, I am going to do what you would want me to do, not what I think I should do. Because I need not be ashamed and I'm going to rightly divide the word of truth. 
I'm going to apply it to the fact that I didn't get what I wanted, but I know you got something better. I know you may have delayed it, but I'm not denied it in the mighty name of Jesus. You say, how do I do these things? How do I be who God's called me to be? You know how you do? Because if we're talking about the seven things an inner child needs to hear or an inner person needs to hear that's broken, all you need to do when you get up from that submission prayer is be who you wish you had. Stop talking about the parents. Stop talking about the boss. Stop complaining. I may not be speaking to you, but I'm speaking to me. Stop thinking you got to defend yourself because the best way to get defense is for God to defend you because God knows how to get a person back better than you. Well, it feels good. I know it does, but it only represents the flesh and flesh is temporary. You want a blessing that not only transcends from earth, but into heaven. You want a blessing that will set you up for what's on the other end. So you don't need to defend yourself. You need to give it to God because he will have the enemy come to you. Those that hurt you come to you. Those that offended you come to you and apologize. The word of God, he will make your enemy your footstool. You don't always need to speak up and speak out. You don't always need to have confrontation. You don't need the temporary flesh of, oh, it feels good. What about the permanency of the blessing? The blessing that not only plants a seed for you, but those that are watching you, your family, your friends, you want fruit that multiplies. Hallelujah. And submitting to the will of God for your life transcends, hallelujah, into generation after generation after generation. But if you block your blessing, you got nobody to blame but you. You see, because you know better. I don't, I, I'm not going to let them tell me what to do. My husband, he don't know. Why try silence? Because silence is golden. And then get in your prayer closet and let God know how you felt. God, I was offended, but I'm going to submit to your will. God, I was disappointed, but I'm going to submit to your will. God, they got on my nerves. My child is on my nerves. My wife is on my nerves. My husband is on my nerves. My cousin, my sister, my brother, my niece, my nephew, my mother, my father, my co-worker, my supervisor, my office manager, the church leaders. Come on, somebody. You better speak about it and tell the truth. But God, I know your will is better than my will. So I put it in your hands. Somebody better understand submission is obedience. It is a requirement to being a servant of the Lord. It is a requirement for being a child of God. It is a requirement, hallelujah, for you to succeed in the kingdom. I know you came here to be blessed and God blessed you. I know it may have hurt you, but let me tell you something. The word is a double-edged sword. It cuts going in and out. The truth hurts. Hallelujah. But see, when you are hurt, who knows how to heal your wounds? Ah, I don't know if you are a planter, but I love plants. And, And I'm looking at a plant that has some withering leaves. And what they teach you is you don't always have to cut the plant and leaf all the way out. Have you ever pulled on a leaf and gone to take it off because you thought it was dead, but it wasn't? And it wouldn't separate from the the branch? Hmm. You see, uh, 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 let me tell you about the branch. 
Let me tell you about the submission and how it should really go. Uh, have you ever done that? Have you ever looked? You understand? Looked at the plant and saw, oh, I, I, oh, that's dead. I'm going to go ahead and take that off. And then it'll go ahead and it'll sprout like new ones because I'm going to love on it. And then you go ahead to do that and it doesn't work because it's not dead. John 15, I am the vine and you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. Submission is just like John 15. We are the branches. He is the vine. And if we remain in him and he in us, we will bear much fruit. Apart from him, we cannot do anything. We can't change ourselves. We can't produce fruit on our own. You see, the the, the in order to produce fruit, when you plant the seed, it needs water. It needs tending to. When you go to pull the leaf from the, the branch, you go to pull the, 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 the vine, come on now, from the branch. <laughs> when you go to pull the branch, excuse me, from the vine and you can't pull it all the way, it's letting you know I'm not dead. Give me what I need so I can change from dying to living. I don't know if you got that, but I got that. Come on, somebody. I thank you. I praise you, Father God, for the word that you have come forth. Take us on to next week, Father God, when we will get into part two. I didn't even know there was going to be a part two, but Holy Spirit minister, part two of submission prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is a part of the game over series. We thank you. Father God, we thank you for those that have listened and those that will continue to listen. Not only let us be hearers, but doers. Teach us how to apply this word to our lives. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we pray. Amen and thank God. Well, I thank you so much for being back with us. And I thank you for uh, being in prayer and lifting us up. You can follow us on IG at Lily's in the Valley podcast. L-I-L-Y-S is how Lily's is spelled. And you can email us at spirituallyundefeated at gmail.com. You can leave a prayer request on IG in the DMs, or you can email us for a prayer request and we will take it to the throne in prayer. New episodes are released on Monday. And you can find us anywhere that you listen to your podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, doesn't matter. If you listen, we're there. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us. And we can't wait to be back in your company in the presence of the Lord again. Love you all. Bye-bye.